a great way to think about Operto is actually like the iOS for um, hospitality. So essentially, when you look at the market out there, there's a it's 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 incredibly fragmented. There are there are applications that do kind of everything from channel management to revenue management to PMSs to access control, you know, um, guest verification, all the other pieces. What Operto does, I mean, we started primarily in access control, so smart locks, smart thermostats, sort of um, noise and occupancy monitoring, making sure that you know um, that a that a, a smaller operator could kind of take care of their portfolio in, in one easy place. And really, what we've done is we've taken that and we've sort of um, now we're starting to apply that in the hotel space. And in terms of letting hotel operators um, reimagine what the guest experience looks like, not only from like, you know, repositioning the front desk. And actually now we have hotels that have removed the front desk. And then instead of having people checking people in, they're actually, you know, greeting them at the door and helping carry their bags to their room instead of like, you know, getting new Ving cards or punch cards for their doors um, and able to sort of whisk the the guest into their sort of um, their stay. This is From Paint to Purpose a podcast by FCP Services, where we believe people drive growth, exploring topics related to company culture, leadership, and construction industry insights. Now your host. Welcome, folks. Today we have Steve Davis, CEO of Operto Guest Technologies. Steve, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So yeah, tell us a little bit. How, what's the story behind the name of Operto? So uh, Operto started about uh, five years ago, um, sort of when the early signs of IoT, um, you know, interacting with the guest experience and sort of um, the in the wider hospitality market started to, to appear. So Operto has been around in, in short-term rentals and, and vacation rentals primarily for the last five years. Um, we... We have since sort of moved upstream. We got a lot of background in, in those smaller markets, and we've now sort of moved aggressively into the hotel space, um, boutique and sort of chain hotels as well, um, sort of applying some of the, the key learnings that we had in terms of digital transformation and and uh, and guest experience and, and applying those into sort of bigger installations. So, um, so that's a little bit about the company. We're based in Vancouver, Canada. It rains constantly here. Um, there's about, uh, about 50 of us now and, and we, um, and we come to work hard every day looking to help experience, uh, improve the guest experience. Nice. So what, what's the product or the service or what exactly is it that you yeah, offer? Yeah, for sure. So we're, Operto is actually like a bit of an, it's an ecosystem. It's a, a great way to think about Operto is actually like the iOS for, um, hospitality. So essentially when you look at the market out there, there's a, it's, it's, it's incredibly fragmented. There are, there are applications that do kind of everything from channel management to revenue management to PMSs to access control, you know, um, guest verification, all the other pieces. What Operto does, I mean, we started primarily in access control. So smart locks, smart thermostats, sort of um, noise and occupancy monitoring, making sure that, you know, um, that a, that a, a smaller operator could kind of take care of their portfolio in, in one easy place. And really what we've done is we've taken that and we've sort of um, now we're starting to apply that in the hotel space and in terms of letting hotel operators um, reimagine what the guest experience looks like, not only from like, 
you know, repositioning the front desk. And actually now we have hotels that have removed the front desk. And then instead of having people checking people in, they're actually, you know, g- greeting them at the door and helping carry their bags to their room instead of like, you know, getting new VIN cards or punch cards for their doors um, and able to sort of whisk the, the guest into their sort of um, their stay. So, so yeah, that, that's kind of where we started very much in access control. We're very, very good at opening doors and, and letting you know what's kind of going on inside the hotel or the, or the, or the particular room. Um, but now what we can do is we can tie a lot of different point solutions together so that you have a unified dashboard, one, one sort of source of truth where you can kind of see a living, breathing screen of everything that's going on property um, at the same time. Um, and it's incredibly useful for the, for the hotels because they don't have to have 10 different tabs open on their browser. Uh, they can have sort of one place where they can kind of see who's checked in, who's checked out. Um, you know, where housekeeping is, you know, all the sort of things that are going on inside the hotel um, at any given time. So it's, it's a really great tool for sort of tying it all together. Wow. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Sounds like you could take a lot of the kind of repeatable tasks and this would help automate. Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, there's, there's a couple of challenges right now. And I think and I think we fit them perfectly in terms of solving those. Um, and, and COVID's obviously changed everything drastically. It's brought timelines kind of forward on the tech adoption. But um, there, there's, there's a couple of things. So from the, from the operator side, imagine instead of having three, four or five people behind the front desk, maybe having one person and having the other three or four doing something else that is revenue generating for the, for the business. Um, imagine taking the front desk completely out and turning it into a bar or a coffee shop so that when someone walks into the lobby, you know, you greet them with a, with a cocktail or a, a coffee. Uh, and as they sort of digitally check in through their phone and then they've got a Bluetooth key on their phone and they put it over the door and they open and it opens them. Um, so, th- so for us, like it's, it's the, the guest experience is really an interesting one because it's, um, we have tools that from the moment you book on an OTA, so you know, VRBO or, or um, Expedia or booking, we take care of the guests from that moment. We pull the reservation data down from the PMS and we do guest verification. We do you know, any sort of pre-stay checks that you guys want, that you want to do. Then, so we, li- we look at it sort of as pre-stay, in-stay and post-stay. In-stay, we have a guest application. It's, a, it's not a downloadable one. It's actually a, a progressive web app so that it's not onerous on the on the end user and every user gets a the, their own installation so it's like oh uh, good morning welcome to to our hotel we, we've been expecting you um you know what would you like to do while you're here these are some things we recommend you do here's sort of a digital guest book some amenities that we recommend here's some um ways to interact with the property that maybe you weren't aware of would you like to make a reservation in the at the restaurant all these kind of things that they really allow add a lot of sort of guest magic and they're, they're sort of intangibles but they're um, just allow the guests to have a really seamless stay that they don't have to sort of open up a, you know, a, a, a guest book and go, oh, what do I do while I'm here in this city? I've never been here before. The ability to kind of manage that 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 um, that experience while they're there, and then post stay once they've left, we can now you can still interact with the guest after that after they've left the property. So say, hey, you know, we'd love to have you back. Here's a 15% off coupon if you wanna if you wanna come back, or you know what, if you wanna extend your stay no one's coming to your room tomorrow, you know, why don't we um, give you a room, an extra room night for a 50% off, you know, so all those kind of cross sell and upsell opportunities are things that we're now putting into the Operto ecosystem that really help to drive uh, ADR for the, for the, um, for the operator. And, uh, and, and really what we're seeing is lowering cancellations because you're now having this sort of pre-stay 
interaction with the with the um, with the guest. You're building that rapport and that relationship before they've even arrived on property, and then the the opportunity to interact with them in a stay through messaging, etc., and then post stay. So so Perto really smooths out that guest journey um, through a variety of different tools that we've built inside of our ecosystem, and so not only are guests happier, the the the, the review scores are going up. The, you know, the incident rates are going down in terms of, you know, things that maintenance needs to look, look after, et cetera. So, so that's what we're, we are, we're like an ecosystem play, you plug and play and, uh, and off you go. It sounds like a no brainer. I mean, it sounds like it's just incredible. I mean, I, I feel yeah, like going you know to buy what? a hotel and installing Operto right now. It's like, this is amazing. What, what are the, the common questions, fears, or doubts that you are running into right now? Yeah, so I mean, thank you. I think you know, in terms of uh, product market fit, I think we've done an exceptional job in terms of really understanding the pain points of of um, of our customers. Um, and just a little bit of background on Operto that I sort of glossed over: um, the chairman and, and majority shareholder of our company is actually the ex CEO of Booking dot com. Uh, so he so he ran the Priceline Group. So you know, just an absolute mammoth. Um, entity and, and sort of a titan of industry. So he's our sort of majority shareholder. So, so we always kind of know where the puck is, is, is going. And so we skate there before the puck arrives. It's sort of, it's a very Canadian way of explaining it, but we, we kind of feel like we're, we, we know already what's going to happen in 2024. So we're already building tools to kind of, you know, get there before everyone else. So, so, so that's a little bit of a background, but I think the most important thing, um, is, is managing the, the transformation process for a hotel. I mean, it's not easy. If you're, if you're sort of a very, very traditional operator, I mean, some hotel operators still operate out of like a, like literally written in a book, right? Everything from sort of that to sort of more of a digitally native savvy operator that's sort of um, maybe uh, been in the game a little bit uh, less time, but knows that they need the technology to scale. What we do very well is we, we're very good at holding your hand. Um, and making sure that as you put the technology into your business, that it's not like, hey, we know what, we're going to ship you a bunch of IoT smart locks and smart devices, uh, plug these things in, and then good luck, see you later. Like, that's absolutely not how we work. We, 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 we work on a, on a case-by-case business with each individual hotel and say, what is the kind of guest experience that you are trying to build here? What, what does it look like if I'm coming to your hotel uh, in New York City, what do you want me to experience from the moment I my reservation passes through Booking.com and, and you know that I'm coming? What does that look like? And then we will design that guest flow with you and then put the pieces into that journey that need to get put in in order to deliver that sort of experience that you're looking to deliver. I think where a lot of technology providers um, go a little bit off the rails, to be honest, is they sort of like, here's the tech and good luck. And, and, and the, the, the challenge is it's not about the, the technology works. The, it's managing the human element behind the technology. So you need to like, you need to really go all in in terms of you need to train your staff, right? You need to have your staff buy in that this is a great way of, of lo- taking a lot of the burden and sort of daily um, monotony out of a lot of the tasks that they do so that they can be a little bit, maybe a bit more customer facing, a little bit more, you know, um, yeah, you can sort of reimagine a lot of positions that are that are um, sort of legacy positions in hotels. So, so I think that that's for us is 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 the the main thing that we we spend a lot of time in is we we are consultants 
in a, in a sense, we, we know that, that changing your operating model, um, especially when it comes to this kind of stuff, isn't sort of flicking the light switch on. We're, we sort of work on a dimmer, right? We slowly turn the lights on so that as your legacy system kind of fades out, that Operto starts to fade in. And, um, and, and I think that, that that process can take, you know, three to six months. You know, we just turned on a couple of new hotels in San Francisco, you know, traditional operator. Um, and, uh, and, and, and what they're finding is they couldn't rip it out day one. It took them 30, 60 days to kind of get everyone up to speed and make sure that, you know, um, everyone is sort of happy with, with how it all ran. And now it's like, whoop, the front desk is being ripped out and, and they're totally virtual. But what's happening is that, that reviews are up and actually guest experience is up, yeah. but operating costs are down. And so that's like a, a fairly magical kind of yeah. um, combination. And I think that that's, you know, um, something that we're really, really good at. Yeah, the magic was what popped into my mind too, right before you said that. It sounds amazing. Yeah, it, it kind of is magic. And, and you know, I, it's, it's again, it, no, no, no hotel looks like the next one. You know, they've all got their nuances. And so I think it's really just important to, to, to understand we put a project manager in there and we like and we really go to work in terms of helping you you do this because it it can be scary right like if you haven't if you're not tech tech savvy and sort of like really digitally native um it can be daunting so we're there for you <laughs> i'm curious um so reimagining some of these po legacy positions um have you come across any hotels that have like you know now that with the the capacity to maybe invest in other areas. What are some of the, um, I guess, creative new positions or how do, how can we still, how can hotel um, managers still deliver that, you know, VIP first class experience yeah. with, with some human interaction? Because I think people get a little bit scared of tech when it just becomes all tech. We, we're still humans. We like hum, human interaction. Um, for sure. What what kind of what kind of inner um, positions if if there are yeah, any so a, a couple of I mean okay so imagine you had five people behind the front desk right um, and and it's that classic sort of you know we've all been to sort of Las Vegas you're trying to check in the lineup is like a mile long right and you're like oh it's the last thing you want to do after you've had your flight and your Uber and all the rest of it is like now stand in line for half an hour and then um, and sort of argue with the front desk around which room you're going to get. I think, you know, for, for us, the, the most interesting ones we've seen, and it's really basic, is like, imagine just moving all the, that back of, um, back of house staff into the lobby, right? So now they're all carrying an iPad. And they're like, oh, welcome. It's Mr. Mr. Jones. It's really nice to have you in our hotel. We've been expecting you because, you know, we knew you were coming because your, your Uber was en route, right? Or your flight just landed and we knew you'd be here 45 minutes later. Um, we saw that last time you came here, um, you know, that you had uh, 17 Mai Tais. So, uh, you know, here's a here's a Mai Tai on, on, the, on the house. You know, it's already poured and here you go. And while we're drinking, you're having your Mai Tai, um, you know, I'm gonna help take your, I'm gonna help the, 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 take your bags to your room and I'm gonna help you check in and, and get, you, get you settled. Like, like those kind of things, right? So like, instead of having like, here's your key, elevators on the left, you know, and good luck and see you never. Right, which is sort of kind of the way it works now, especially in sort of the bigger hotels. There's no interaction with the guest and the property other than like 
well, unless you lose your key and then you have to go back to the front desk and ask them for another one, right? What we, what, where we think it, the, the real magic is, is like, you know, being able to whisk that person through the front lobby, being able to give them that sort of like handhold, handhold if they want it. Maybe some people say, you know what, I'm good and thank you so much, but the, the Bluetooth key is already on your phone, so boop and opens the door. But if you do want to come in and say, hey, like this is where the pool is, this is, it's sort of that like concierge service and that's really kind of the most interesting use case that we've seen purely just off of reimagining the front desk, right? The, to me, the front desk is about like, how do you make that first magical first impression on a guest when they walk in? They're like, man, that's super different. Like I've never had someone greet me as I walk in the hotel with my favorite cocktail, right? And it's cool. Um, and it's really just the beginning. Um, there's the, you know, we've really just kind of taken a, a thimble of water out of the ocean in terms of what's possible on the guest experience side. Um, and, and really, you know, with, with COVID people are becoming much more discerning the travel, the travel, um, profiles changing instead of sort of having that business traveler, you're now having the business traveler coming with their spouse and their two kids, <laughs> uh, you know, on an extended stay or they're working remote for a month or, or whatever. Um, and so being able, being having a flexible system that sort of is able to work across different types of user, like user journeys, um, is really the key thing I think for hotel operators now. And, um, and, and we like to think that the pieces that we have in this puzzle perfectly align with the changing consumers, um, needs and, and wants, uh, that are, that are sort of emerging in this sort of new world that we live in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never have thought about that, but the, with the blend of the work from home, that I guess is trickling into the blend of travel. It's not business or leisure; it's both these days. It's like where 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 do you draw the line? Like, what is a business trip anymore? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes business trip is like I'm going to go for a month. I'm actually going to do three days of of work, and then I'm going to hang out with my family for three weeks while I work remote, right? Like, it, it's very um, it's a fluid dynamic kind of situation out there and um and i and my personal feeling is is that like especially with hotels and, and everyone having sort of like cancel last minute no problem like ultimate flexibility how a hotel can stand out to a consumer is if, if i've made like three or four reservations across different hotels and i have with one of them i've started to actually like have open dialogue with the manager and saying, hey, welcome, you know, like we're expecting you tomorrow. Like, is there anything like what kind of pillow would you like? You know, um, what kind of like, can I make a reservation for you at the at the re restaurant? Like, can I, you know, like any sort of interaction before stay drastically drops the cancellation rate so that if you are one of those four like things, chances are very good that they will cancel the other three and go with you because there's a sense of a connection, a, hu a real human connection. I'm not talking about spammy email where it's like an upsell, you know, 15% off in the gift, gift store. Like that's not the kind of interaction I'm talking about. I'm talking about like a real person reaching out and saying, hey, how can I make your stay amazing? Hey, I see you're bringing your family. Can I can I suggest that like, like on the second morning we drop your kids at this local place? Kids love it. You know, like that kind of stuff is really where hotels can win, win, win here. And that, and that is what Operto is going to unlock for your property that ability to ensure that every stay regardless of the the, the traveler profile is magical from the time you walk on prep property until the time you walk back in your front door your house mm. Mm -hmm. now so i understand the, the front facing the public facing aspect of operto 
of the guest experience. Um, how does it affect, say, facility managers of the, you know, maybe is, do, do you do anything with like maintenance schedules or um, yeah. stuff like that? Really good question. We actually, um, one of our acquisitions in 2021 was a um, housekeeping and maintenance uh, company. So we actually tie in, so we have the guest experience application, which manages the guest. And on the other side, we have what's called Operto Teams. And Operto Teams manages exactly what you're saying, sort of that back office stuff. So housekeepers, housekeeping, scheduling, maintenance, third-party ancillary service providers who you are, you know, um, who might need to come on premise and like fix something, you know, fix pipes or whatever. So, so for us, it's like, again, through that sort of centralized dashboard as the owner, operator, manager, whatever, you can see on the team side, what's going on maintenance wise. And on the other side, you can see what's happening with your guests, right? And, and no, and because you've got the IOT sort of wrapped around it, like it's not, it's not quite there yet, but let me give you an example. I'm lying by the pool. I want to go back to my room and have a shower. How many times have we all walked back to our room and you open the door, you're sort of only in a towel and the cleaner's inside your room. And there's this really kind of awkward, like, oh gosh, sorry. Oh my God. Like, yeah, I can come back. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And like all, and all that. Imagine, imagine if you will, that you're lying by the pool and you get pinged on your phone. It says the housekeeper has just entered your room. And the average time for a housekeeper in a, in a room is 17 minutes. So, uh, and you go, oh, amazing. I'm not going to walk back to my room. I'm going to walk back in 20 minutes from now. And you know what? While I'm waiting, poof, I'm going to order a margarita because that takes me about 15 minutes to drink, right? So, so you can, instead of, and then what you can do is you can, you can now connect with the housekeeper and say, hey, I see you're in my room. That's great. Thank you so much. Um, can you leave some extra towels, maybe an extra thing of shampoo because I'm, I'm low, uh, restock the mini bar and you know what? Bang, here's a $5 tip. Thanks so much for your time, right? And so now what you're doing is you're connecting the guest with the housekeeper and the housekeeper gets pinged on their phone and says, oh my God, I'm in room 213. They've asked for, you know, more pillows, more, more towels, etc. Um, or the ability for that guest to say, you know what? Bang, I don't want, I don't want housekeeping today. And it sends a message to the front desk. So I don't have to hang that annoying plastic thing on my, on my door that everyone forgets to do. And then, you know, it just leads to other problems. So the ability for that to feed into scheduling and then to, for the, for the scheduling app to be able to modify the cleaning schedules according to which rooms have requested for no, um, no cleaning. And, you know, so, so anyways, again, you can kind of see how, what we're doing here. It's, it's tying like literally front to back hotel operations with guest monetization, with guest experience, with, with technology, and it's all happening in one place. And so that's really where we think the magic lies. Yeah, no, it sounds really exciting. Um, is the biggest, I guess, like uh, barrier to entry right now, just the amount of investment needed to not only, um, you know, implement the Operto, but also to, to buy, you know, um, this would take a lot of you know, iPads and, and whatever else kind of smartphones. Is that, wh or wh what's the barrier? What, why are people... <laughs> For, for sure. So, so there's a couple of different things here. Um, the, the, the cost is, is cheap. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about, and I'm just going to pull numbers that are roughly right, but I mean, it's different if you've got a 
10 room hotel or a 500 room hotel but you're looking at ballpark something like ten dollars per door per month just for the sort of guest access mm -hmm. piece so just smart locks you're adding in another five or six dollars a month just for the guest experience application another five or six dollars for the housekeeping per door and it and so let's let's just say ballpark 20 bucks a, a month right you sell someone one one or two drinks that entire room over 30 days it pays for itself yeah. right so you're you're not look you're, we are trying to keep the cost at less than half of one percent of the actual take for the room right so if you're you know you're looking at sort of a dollar a day a dollar fifty a day when your adr is maybe 150 or 200 or, or wherever you kind of lie but regardless of your adr you are it's a very very cost effective solution um, where, where the, where the, where the hit kind of happens more or less is, is when you've got to switch ex like locks over, right? So if you've got sort of legacy locks that are sort of Ving card, 1990s technology that doesn't collect user data or anything, but it just sort of isn't a means to an end and swapping those locks out for smart locks. Yeah. There's, a, they're going to be, you know, a couple hundred bucks a lock, right? Um, they're, it's not cost prohibitive, but what we can do with Operto because we own the whole ecosystem is if you're not ready for the capital hit of swapping out your locks, what we can do is we can turn on teams, we can turn on guest, and we don't have to turn on the IoT until you're ready to, to make that switch, mm -hmm. right? So we can get the ecosystem working for you, all of what I just described, except the smart lock. Right. So, yes, you are going to have to have someone at the front desk who's giving out the, the, the key and, and all the rest of it. But beyond that, you can turn on pretty much all of it um, and start really having this guest, guest interaction for five, six bucks a month per door. Yeah, that's right? amazing. Uh, you know, then layer in the housekeeping. Now you're at 10 bucks. Now you're layer like so you. So it's very sort of like this is that dimmer that we, you're talking about. Yeah, like you sort of t turn it on. So what we don't, what I don't want folks on on your show to sort of think is that, oh my gosh, if I do this, it's going to be millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's actually incredibly, incredibly cost effective, especially if you think about, you know, what does a, an average person per year cost behind your front desk, right? 50, 60, 70, 80,000 dollars. I don't know. Um, Put that cost into what it costs to turn on a system like this for the entire hotel i can guarantee you you reposition one person or reimagine sort of how much staffing you need to run your hotel efficiently it more than pays for itself uh, and it's sort of when you look at it in those terms the real costs are are negligible um for sure yeah 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 you guys have uh, created one of those like no-brainer type offers it seems like <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, it's crazy. We, um, I like to s tell people, we we sort of paddled out into the surf like five years ago, like using a surfing analogy, when when there, there was calm, there was no waves, and then COVID hit, and we, and now comes the tsunami wave, and everyone else is still trying to madly paddle out into the break, and Operto's surfing, because yeah. we've been, we've been, um, perfecting our trade over the last three, four years, you know, we really know what we're doing so that now that the wave is hit, whether you're a short-term rental operator and you've got one vacation rental property, or you've got a boutique hotel with 50, hundred, 250 rooms, or you're a chain hotel or multi multi-family apart hotels, any kind of use case, we can handle it. And then I think that's the most exciting thing for us. Yeah. 
So with as far as adoption goes with COVID, like you said, I'm sure that's a huge accelerator. Um, is this going to be something that eventually is just expected as a guest or like it's going to be just mainstream? And if you don't have one, it's like doing your yeah. books, pen, pen and paper or something. <laughs> For sure. I mean, it's like it's like when you think back at uh, in the middle of the 1980s and like people were like, why would you ever want to have a computer in your house? Right? Like no one's ever going to buy a, a personal computer. Are you mad? Right? And you got Steve Jobs sitting there going like, I'm pretty sure that everyone's going to buy, you know, and put one of these boxes in their house. Um, I think that the rate of, of technology adoption right now, is especially in the hospitality space is staggering. Um, so much to the point where like, we're now seeing like delays in supply chain for smart locks because everyone's moving in this direction. So the one thing I would say is like, this isn't meant to um, take away sort of that human interaction. This is purely to make the guest experience more magical, right? So, so keep that in mind. We have had reports from some of our customers, and these are customers we talked to two years ago. And they said, you know what, Steve, this is really nice to have, but it's not need to have. Not, none of my customers are, are asking for it. We can still get by with, you know, writing down in a, in a book or, you know, our, our white plastic cards that demagnetize when they get into your credit cards and all the rest of that, that horror show uh, story. Now they call us and they said, I'm now actually seeing, and I personally have had this phone call, where, where guests have phoned the hotel. They said, do you offer contactless check-in? And they say, nope. I say, yeah, I'd like to cancel my reservation. So you're now seeing this sort of switching consumer um, sentiment around hotels that don't offer this. It, it, it's it's almost like it's table stakes now. It's if you don't have it, uh, it's like going to a, a hotel and they don't have Wi-Fi, right? It's not quite that extreme yet, but I can guarantee you, in two years from now, it's going to be very. It's going to be mentioned in the same breath as the hotel doesn't have Wi-Fi. The hotel doesn't have smart locks. The hotel doesn't interact with me. The hotel doesn't know my user profile, doesn't know that I love white wine. The, the, the hotel doesn't know anything about me. And the hotel has essentially missed out on countless monetization opportunities and opportunities. You know, the real holy grail here is to bypass the OTA, right? You know, the, the bookings, the, the uh, Expedias of the world and to ensure that the next time that the guest comes on property, that they book direct, right? That you get 100% of the ADR. Um, the only way you can do that is through a system like Operto because we're capturing the guest details. So masked email addresses from the OTAs are a thing of the past, right? We've, we've removed that problem. And now you can start to build your CRM up. You can contact the guest and say, hey, it was really lovely to have you and your kids stay with us. Can, can, we, re can we book you the same week uh, stay next week, next year in you know, Maui. Um, we can do a 20% discount if you book in the next seven days. So, so again, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it is the beginning. Um, it's no, by no, I don't want people on your show to think they've missed the boat. They haven't, there's still plenty of room in the boat. Um, but the boat is definitely leaving. And I, I do believe now is a great time for, um, for owner operators to really look at sort of what are the efficiencies that my my uh, my business can gain, and also what are the what are the what 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 material impact does that have on my guest, and um and 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 when you sort of sit down and write the pros and cons down, um you come to a very quick conclusion that this is absolutely the path forward for, for for you. Wow, well as we wrap up here, I'm um I'm just thinking like you know the travel industry has been 
probably one of the most impacted industries of the last two years. Um, it continues to, I mean, on a weekly basis, you don't quite know what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> from someone that's just been in the industry and working and actually seeing, uh, you know, working with a lot of different owners and groups and, and um, having a nice kind of view of the cross section. Is there anything that you've observed or any um, words of wisdom that you might be able to leave um, with, with our audience just moving forward as we continue to navigate um, uncharted waters and, and try to just find success? Yeah, I mean, I think especially with the with the audience that you do have, I think that the you know the biggest um, challenge, if, if if that's the right word, is because of you have you have this sort of changing um, user profile, consumer profile that's that's sort of now a lot different than sort of pre COVID. The expectations have changed, the experience, the demand on experience has changed, and I think that a lot of folks that um, have have come out of sort of vacation rental, short-term rental experiences, VRB, uh, sorry, Airbnb, where there's much more sort of an intimate connection with the, with the, um, with the host and, and now carry those expectations across when you stay in a hotel. So traditionally, like when I think of a hotel now, I think of it's a place to, it's got a TV and a bed, right? Full stop. Imagine if a hotel could be mentioned in the same breath and in the guest experience, way that as like a vacation rental would be right so that you know you really feel that when you're staying at that hotel that they know who you are that you're not just another blip on the you know on the screen that that there's interaction between you and the and the and the teams that are serving serving the property and knowing that the general manager knows to you know send you a message and invite you to dinner or to make reservations for you it's sort of like having your own virtual concierge and I think that that's kind of where hotels can really um, do. They're going to need to sort of take a look at sort of that guest experience in a very serious way and then figure out, okay, we are competing across a wider variety of different accommodation types because now it's very easy to book a, an Airbnb, right? That's just down the street from the hotel. Um, so how do you start to compete with, with those sort of smaller, nimble operators? Um, it's with technology, and especially technology like this, because I can assure you that the short-term rental market and the vacation rental market, this what we're talking about today is pro is everywhere. It's it is everywhere, and I think that the hotels, because they're sort of larger and um, and 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 sort of a little bit harder to change operationally, um, there's a lot of catch-up that needs to happen. And and again, you know what I would just um, say to your 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 customers is this doesn't have to be a scary process. Digital transformation happens all the time. Um, really, you want to work. I mean, I don't want to pump our own tires, but you want to work with a company like Operto who will put a, a project manager on your account and ensure that the guest experience of you, that you're trying to provide is bespoke. That is, it's, it's ticking all the boxes that you want it to. And at the end of the day, it's going to lead to happier guests, repeat bookings and a higher ADR. So that's, I guess, the, the pearls of wisdom that I would leave you with yeah. today. That's amazing. Well, Steve, thanks for coming yeah. on the show. And is there anything that um, I didn't touch on that you want to, you know, that's on top top of mind that anything else? No, I, I think it's been, I mean, it's been really awesome to come mm -hmm. on and uh, and give you a little bit of background on Operto. And, you know, obviously the shameless plug, I would love to chat to any of your customers. My email address is steve at operto.com. So I'm the CEO, so feel free to email me. Um, I can put you in touch with our team and give you some more information and, um, and we can go from there. So yeah. Perfect. Thank you, Steve. 
All right, take care. Thanks for listening. To learn more, visit fcpservices.com. Until next time, remember, people drive growth.